morning, it's January 4th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Yesterday I spoke about the problems Republicans were having in the House of Representatives when it came to electing a new Speaker of the House. In normal times, this is a routine vote with each party supporting their leader. And yesterday, all 212 Democrats fell in the line and voted for Hakeem Jeffries for Speaker. Of course, Congressman Jeffries and his fellow Democrats know there's, it's just a procedural vote for them and that Jeffries has no chance of becoming the Speaker for the new Congress. But that has not stopped the Democrats from immediately sending out fundraising letters and emails commenting about how dysfunctional the Republicans are and how they, the Democrats, should be returned to power to have a real governing body. But on the Republican side, utter chaos has occurred. The Freedom Caucus, which I sometimes refer to as the Freedom from Governing Caucus, has decided they're going to thwart the plans of electing Congressman Kevin McCarthy as the next Speaker of the House of Representatives. They're being led by Congressman Andy Biggs of Arizona. And they've made demands of McCarthy that are not only unreasonable, but they're unrealistic. Over the weekend, Mr. McCarthy negotiated with them and agreed to allow a vote on vacating the Speaker's office if five Republicans wanted to do so. But suddenly, Mr. Biggs and his cohorts moved the goalpost. They decided if one member of the caucus wanted to have a new vote on the Speaker, then that's what should be done. Now, I wonder if Mr. Biggs and the rest of his rebels would agree that if one constituent in their district decided they wanted to have a revote on the election, they would agree to that for no other reason than being consistent in their logic. Now, we all know they're never going to agree to that, and it shows how dumb it would be for Mr. McCarthy to agree to that in the House of Representatives. You would never be able to run the House in an effective manner if one member could decide they didn't like the way things were going and demand another vote on who the Speaker should be. We would be voting on the Speaker week after week, every week. In addition, they demanded that members of their little band be given plumb committee assignments that otherwise they don't warrant. They want to get things they're not intellectually capable of getting by forcing everyone else's hand. And I should point out that over 90% of the Republican caucus has supported Mr. McCarthy to be Speaker. But the GOP Chaos Caucus didn't want to take yes for an answer. A few Republicans revel in making messes, including Representative Matt Gates from Florida. And you just need to look at what his past says. According to Mr. McCarthy, Mr. Gates declared that he didn't care if Mr. Jeffries ended up elected as a Democratic Speaker of a Republican House. This kind of politics doesn't serve Mr. Gates' Florida constituents. But again, as I say, if you look at his past, you wonder how, whoever thought he was capable of being a member of Congress. Mr. Gates says he wants to elect Ohio Representative Jim Jordan as Speaker. Yet Mr. Jordan gave a rousing speech to nominate Mr. McCarthy. Quote, I think Kevin McCarthy is the right guy to lead us said Jordan, before urging his conservative colleagues to rally around him. Also backing Mr. McCarthy are President Trump and Senator Mitch McConnell, which is like getting endorsed by cats and dogs. These two don't agree on anything. I would also point out that all but two of the members who voted against McCarthy are what are referred to as election deniers. These are the politicians who bought into the Trump claims of the election being stolen from him in 2020. These are the members of Congress who don't want to negotiate anything. They just want what they want. They're exactly the opposite of what we need in Congress today. And if you want a comparison on the left, simply look at the squad of progressives that's only growing and the headaches they will eventually cause in the Democratic caucus. Right now, the House Republicans have adjourned and they'll come back in in a few minutes to try and work out some arrangement that will allow them to elect a new speaker. But let's remember, Mr. McCarthy has the backing of the vast majority and many of them say they will only vote for Mr. McCarthy. So unless he steps aside, they're not going to change their vote. And I quote, Americans elected a Republican majority to provide a check and balance on the administration and to fund solutions to the problems our nation's facing. And we can't do that if we don't elect the Speaker on January 3rd. 
And that was written by Congressman Dusty Johnson from South Dakota and Stephanie Bice from Oklahoma, the chair and vice chair of the Republican Main Street Caucus. And that was sent last Friday. The two lawmakers said that their group of roughly 70 members met on Thursday and came to the consensus they were prepared to vote for McCarthy for as long as necessary. And they had strong reservations about changing the rules to oppose the speaker. The two lawmakers said the group would pull support for rules changes if the GOP leaders were not expediently elected to wield the gavel and specified that both the motion to vacate and other changes, they were problematic for them. The Friday letter also follows another signed by a group of more than a dozen GOP members from battleground districts. Those lawmakers and members elect from districts Joe Biden won in 2020 had a similar message in a Thursday letter that they would be voting for McCarthy regardless of how many votes it takes. They also specified they're not going to be supporting any type of consensus candidate. If I were Congressman McCarthy, I would be prepared to wait this rebellion out. The pressure will only build on this small group and eventually their own constituents are going to turn on them. Eventually they'll be forced to cave. And when they finally do, I would hold a private meeting with them and let them know that if a primary challenge to any of them appear, they'd be well funded. And the theme of that campaign would be to elect someone that will act like an adult and not some kindergartner who's threatened to hold his breath if he doesn't get his way. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.